Welcome again to No Apology Podcast. I'm your host, Shaquille, to my left. I got my brother, Chris. Yes, sir. What's good, my boy? What up, what up? This is episode 35, I believe. Um, Yeah, this is a, a calm, calm Saturday. Um, I, I've been binge watching. I'm not sure if you know or the listeners know. Um, I've been binge watching this show, Married at First Sight, for like. Mm, I don't think I heard of that one, bro. What, what that show be about? So it's basically about, you know, these psychiatrists, or they, I don't know if they're all psychiatrists. Some of them are just regular doctors. Um, they basically match up couples to you know get married you know without without even meeting each other so they have like a 14 day time get their suit together they're dressed together pick all this stuff out and they meet at the altar t- for the first time and that's when they uh get married they get shit. married for the first time f- f- at first sight i feel back up real quick my first question off that is going to be like is there some type of like test where i'm answering questions and yeah so they get they, they get, get to personality they, test yeah some personality shit. and they uh, match they match you according to like what you may you know be like, mm-hmm. or they match you according to the, the differences. Okay. So some, and I'm I follow not follow like literally follow, but like I've seen some of the couples from past seasons they, that they're still married to this day. So it's actually a real a real show, real commitment that they put together. And I learned a lot, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like binge watching that show, it's like after you know the marriage and they you know before the honeymoon and even on the honeymoon they send them to like islands and shit all right so i'm stop you again go ahead another question so after the 14 days they meet the author they get married and then boom blam splat they straight into it they they get, they, they, get in married, the crib. they get married they start talking yeah and then they ask questions about each other blah 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 yeah then they they uh send them in a hotel. So the marriage is the first like time they're meeting each other, basically. Yeah, the Damn. first time. That's Their families crazy. are all there together, all that. Yeah. And basically, you know, they send them to the honeymoon right after the first night of the wedding. They send them to the honeymoon. Some of them went to like Puerto Rico and Cancun, all them type of islands. Yeah. And you know, some of the couples they consummate the marriage after the after the wedding. Some of them don't, but like. You get to see, you know, how the couples kind of like look at life, look at relationships, because yeah. some of them are, are more open to having sex with somebody they just met after, you know, they, their wedding, or you know, some of them are more connected to the emotional side. And this is real life people. It's not like actors. Nah, this is no real shit like this. The, the new season actually started uh, this month. Yeah, the beginning of this this month. Okay. And and that was during COVID. The last season actually hit in the middle of COVID. So like in the middle of them shooting, yeah. they had to like shoot with their phones. They recorded the show like with, with their phones, but Damn. they kept people. Yeah, that's, it's that's dope, dope, bro. That's dope. Yeah, it's dope. So check that joint out. But you know, just to get back to that, it, it was just you learn a lot, bro. Like us as men, you know, a lot of times I think women are more prone to looking at like stature mm-hmm. as a reason to like commit to somebody whereas like we don't really care like if we having sex with a chick and she broke we're not looking at it like oh i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop having sex with her because she's broke and when you say stature stature as far as 
as far as like staying in the society, money yeah, just wise, income. Just oh, income, income okay, just okay. based off your income. If you really, if you really don't have it like that, you know, us as men, we don't really take that as a reason. Like, oh, now nah, you're slacking off there, or you you're not really making that much money. So and I, th- like, I think the biggest thing from that is just because women, I guess they see us as that type of security, and they want that security both emotionally and financially. So. By I guess seeing that dollar bill on your head comes attractive. <laughs> yeah, but even on even with the women that are that are actually making money, a yeah. lot of them don't really find you know a lot of you know men that make more money or just as much money because as they start to you know go up in the rankings, mm-hmm. the the chances of them finding a good man get slimmer. Okay, because you know a lot of a lot of men they don't they feel intimidated by those type of women. That's true. I think that's really true. So it's the dynamic. Even on the show, you see that dynamic a lot. It's not too many of the relationships that where the women are making more money, but it's a lot of situations where the, the, the women are not as well established and the men have to kind of consider that because they're they're married now. It's not like they're dating. They're legally married now. So they have to like kind of see what they can work with. And at the end of the season, it's up to them to decide they still want to be married or not. Yeah. But they go through a lot of trials and tribulations. And yeah, man, I just, from watching the show, I think one of the, the, the best things I've learned is, you know, if it's possible to, and I've, I'm thinking we, we talked about this plenty of times, but yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. If, if it's possible, like not just opening up and just having sex, just, thinking about that when you first meet into somebody like really getting to know them on an emotional level mm-hmm. i think that is the really the best thing because like once the sex is involved it's like the, the feeling so scattered so so not every episode where they meet for the first time after the marriage they're having sex some actually choose to wait some actually choose to wait bro oh shit <laughs> some choose to wait and some you know it's more of a surprise that the people that are having sex, because like like I said, they're yeah, meeting at first sight. Exactly. So that's a that's a connection that you just have, you know, just attracting wise. Like you just physically attracted to this person. Yeah. And you know, you kind of see throughout different different seasons. It doesn't really matter, you know, if you have you know sex with a person on the first night. It doesn't really guarantee that you're gonna be with them. That don't mean they're going to keep you after the season, basically. Yeah. Because that shit wasn't good or that mm-hmm. thing was smelling a little funky the first night. They might base it off that. And, and at the end of the season, might not choose you and shit, basically. <laughs> but on one of the seasons, it was a uh, a girl that was a virgin. Damn. She was a virgin. And she gave it up the first night. Never. Oh. The whole God. John and, and the, the, the dude, he just wasn't feeling that part of it because he yeah. was like, you my wife. And, like, I understand you, you trying to get comfortable, but, like, I'm I'm trying to find love. Yeah, and we're that's looking at this from a long term perspective. We're already married. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm looking at it like we're married now. Let's get every type of aspect in this relationship out of the way. Exactly. And he didn't even end up staying with her. He chose to dip. He chose shit. to dip. It yeah. wasn't for him. Okay. So you get to see a lot of a lot of dynamics just with relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. And that like I said, going back to that emotional that emotional connection, bro. It's, it seems so like, you know, it seems so basic. Like, oh, yeah, I know that. I'm like, yeah, that's, we know this. We, we should stay in touch and all that stuff, connect and all that. But people don't really understand, like, just knowing the flaws about somebody. Yeah. And being able to stick through them. Yeah. 
But I think it's even important having when you have options. In my opinion, I feel like when you have options and you still choose that person, mm-hmm. I think that is when you kind of feel that real love and feel that real connection. Because a lot of times where you may not even want to talk to nobody, but this person that you with, some keeps you there. It yeah. may not always be sex, but it's something that keeps you there. That connection, that's the emotional you know, connection that, that keeps y'all there mentally without the physical. Yeah, no, that's true. And I think that's the biggest part about re- retaining that attention. What's going to keep my attention the longest? And, like, the whole time you kind of describing this show, I'm just thinking about, like, life and reality as it is right now in general. There's people that are really getting married off tender. Mm-hmm. Or getting married off go go fish or whatever the fuck I was called now. Oh, plenty, plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Go fish. Feel me, but it's 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 children being made off these websites, off encounters, and it's funny because I go back, got my little college degree or whatever. But while in college, like one time I wrote a research paper about the hookup phenomenon, and I think I, I might have mentioned this in the podcast a while ago. But it's just the paper is basically solely about like today's reality of dating and how things have kind of changed throughout the year where it's more so of a hookup rather than a long term commitment. Ooh, and it's funny because get into that. Yeah, you feel me? Get it's into funny that. because you just bring up talk, that show <laughs> where it's like a marriage where it's like when you think of the idea of marriage, automatically you have to think long term commitment, right? Mm-hmm. So even for people to even put themselves in this situation, it's like they should already know like there's gonna be sacrifice. There's going to be compromise and there's going to be some type of things that I may not want to do. But I, for the sake of my partner, I'm going to have to make that, you know, what I mean, that, that compromise. I have to do what I have to do type shit. Right. And I would think more people kind of going into it would, would kind of, you know, what I'm saying have that commitment of fuck it. We have to have sex the first night because yeah. that's a key component of a long term relationship. Yeah. So it kind of does surprise me how you saying that a lot of people don't or it's like you just think like 50 50 probably don't. Um. The first night, I would say less than fifty. If, if I'm being honest, from the from the seasons that I've watched, yeah. not every couple, you know, has like it's really normal that they don't have sex. It's like we get it. If y'all yeah. don't have sex, we understand. Because y'all just don't mean each other type shit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But another thing is, what's the age group stuff? We talking about old heads, or we talking about like you know our generation, or like. Um, it was some our age, and it was Damn. some older than us. Okay, not okay. like super old. I, I say like between. Our age and like forties, were were, but just just to get back to that little tender su- subject, I was bringing up and shit like that. And I don't know if you were ever a member or you know what the the social uh, dating websites be about, but for me, <laughs> nah. pr- private relationship status. Somebody dove in there, <laughs> but it's funny because like you talk to people like that people that 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 you know have them type of websites, and a lot of them just be trying to hook up. Like this this yeah. males and females. Like if you're on there, you're trying to basically get some ass type yeah. shit. It's hard really to find like a long-term commitment with that. But it's kind of based upon the same dynamics where like you more so attracted to a person's physical or it might be their bio that gets your attention or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be where now you just hook like, all right, this is the person I want type shit. Mm-hmm. I need this person in my life. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So it's crazy. Like just the whole infatuation one could get with a person not even knowing. Right. I wouldn't be surprised that people would, would do that on dating sites. Because what else do people have to look forward to when they when they meet somebody? A lot of a lot of people aren't really that interested even in person anyway, because with social media, you kind of get everything you need 
from this person. Like you yeah. could probably find somebody on these these dating websites and look them up on social media, and you know everything about them. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think dating is nowhere in the same as you know how it used to be, and that's not no knock to any gender. I think both genders are just you know on some horny ass shit. Yeah, real. but then it comes back down to you know several times when we discussed in the podcast. A type of persona type of thing. Like, yeah. you can never really expect that social media person to be that same type of person in real life. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all right, let's say, for example, some people are, like, real active on social media. They're mm-hmm. posting every day. And, you know, I mean, they're all into it. They, they may crack some jokes or say some logical shit. I'm like, where? I feel up that motherfucker saying. But see person in real life or, you know, went to school with somebody, be like, damn. Motherfucker never used to talk nothing, <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah. never used to hear bull speak yeah, type shit, yeah, but now everybody yeah. locked in yeah. conversation. So it's like, and, that, and, that, and that's true up until this day. Of course, you're going to display that persona, but I think it's the back and forth. And that's another thing, too, within the paper, kind of touching back on that, is how do you know somebody feeling you? And, like, when you texting and shit like that, it's different because now you're using emojis. Mm-hmm. You're using, like, emocons to kind of express yourself. Without actually expressing. Without ex- actually expressing yeah. yourself because I'm a type of motherfucker to LOL everything. Right, 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 like, right. Especially if I don't know the person yeah. and I don't want to come off too serious. Right. I'm LOL on everything just to kind of, you know, break the ice a little bit, keep the barrier strong. But... Motherfucker got a straight ass face while I'm LOL on though. You feel me? Like, I ain't smiling <laughs> at, at all time, type yeah. shit. Nah, but like, think, it's just that because you want to come off easy. So yeah. you still, you want to come off as a nice person type shit. Yeah. I think what, you know, the the dating realms too, a lot of people aren't healing. Like, they're not healing from past people, past experiences. You know, you look all the time, you know, just around the, the internet and we live in this this day and age with our generation it's like you know how do you say this it's it's kind of that that if it's it's kind of that monkey see monkey do type of thing like if you hurt me i'm gonna hurt you back like if mm. you if you treat me like shit i'm gonna treat you worse like, or because that nigga tra- treated me like shit i'm gonna treat tre- this nigga like yeah. i don't give a fuck type shit but not i mean that too that too but before even before that, like people will stay with somebody that is they know they know that's bad for them. Yeah. But it's like a game to them. It's like Damn. they playing this game. They're not they're not even trying to heal. Yeah. So then after they're done with that person, they going right to the next person. Same person. Same same shit. Doing the <laughs> same doing, situation. Doing Damn the man. same. And it, and it may not even be the same situation, but we 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 kind of turn it into that. You know, kind of thinking and expecting this person to. Be somebody that they're not exactly, or act like the per. I, I feel that. I feel that. 100%. You feel me? Yeah. And I think it's ways to kind of what what I asked this question before. What what signs or yeah, what signs do you do you take in spotting you know a broken female that's pretending to be healed? Mm. What 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 kind of signs do you kind of look for? When you when you like notice like okay this this girl might be pretending that she's over something that she's really not. Mm. I think appearance is first, you know, because that's the first thing you see in a person how they kind of present themselves, and I'm talking about clothes, you know, personality and things like that, like how they kind of looking basically. How how's their personality? I think that that's a, that's a big sign right there because I feel like you can more so tell a person. Just by the way they they act towards other people, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. 
Yeah. What, what, how, how about you? What you think? Um, with the demands, I kind of pay attention to what you're demanding, mm, okay. especially early on. If you kind of demanding like weird things from me without actually getting to know what type of person I am, I'm gonna assume that you know you may have been getting that from somebody else, and you kind of want me to be that. So that's something that I kind of look look at like, all right. You might not have really healed from, from, from something <laughs> like that's just me personally. Yeah, no, I understand. That's just me personally. Um, I guess another one uh, would be just the the boundaries that people may not have. You know, if you con if you constantly like have drama with people that are no longer really in your life, or you let people like friends or even like past people that aren't in your life anymore, you mm -hmm. still let them get to you. Just from like seeing them or hearing about them, I'm going to just assume that you 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 have like a hard time letting go, type letting of shit. go, yeah. setting boundaries, <clears throat> and you just don't know how to properly heal. I'm not going to judge you for that, but mm -hmm. like I, that's something that I will notice. Like, all right, she you might not really know exactly how to heal. So, and how how do how do you heal? That's another question. How do you heal? How what are some things that you know you could Throw into the atmosphere like a process on how you heal, and, and that's that's huge right there. How, how does one heal? Is first, I guess, accepting the circumstances in which something happened, and that's the first yeah, thing. Like shit priority. happened, that's yeah. Priority. Like you got to accept that. Like this shit happened to me, and once you kind of get over it or let it go off your chest, um, I think one thing that that fuck people up is holding grudges, like. Holding grudges or having that mentality like I would this would never be me again or I would never let this person get the best of me right. in a way because you're never going to exceed until you actually open up. Right. And that's the biggest thing. Right. If you always going to keep closed and never going to open up to nobody, I think that's the first thing is just accepting what happened and being willing to move forward from that type of thing. So letting go is the biggest thing I would say. After yeah. you let go, it's kind of letting that person or or experience not get the best of you and being able to let somebody fix it. Mm, I agree with that. You have to let somebody fix it. I agree. Because if that. you don't let nobody fix it, it's like you, you forever going to be looking for something you're not going to get. Or you may be looking for the wrong people to try to help you with things. Exactly. You know, that you haven't even accepted yet. You mm -hmm. ain't even get to the first step. So I think, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I really agree with the accepting part. Um, I agree with allowing people to help. Um, what else? I think that it's even it's even important to take time for yourself and, you know, not constantly just jump from person to person to person to person. Getting to know yourself. And that's definitely. that's not something easy neither because, you know, a lot of for women particularly, like, it's they're more accessible to men. Like men are just throwing themselves at women to where you have to be strong enough to be like, nah, I'm good. And keep saying, even if somebody that's attractive yeah. comes in your way, mentally you got you may have to know, like, I'm not right at the moment and I'm trying to get myself together and properly heal so when the proper gentleman does approach me, mm -hmm. we can make something work. Um, but I think that's that's something that's, that's really, really important and really doing the work, you know, going to the club and partying and stuff. That's not that will never solve your problems. Never, never, never solve your too problems. Too many distractions. You're not never gonna have a calm head like that. Yeah, and it, and these are things that 
our generation deems as normal. Like when you when you going through some shit or break up or something, what's mm-hmm. the, the first thing you think about? What we doing this weekend? Going to the club, <laughs> trying to release this emotion. What we doing? What we doing this weekend? Trying to loose, even. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think just being connected, you know, to to yourself and and knowing yourself, because you can, like, I think we can naturally get lost in people. Okay. Just naturally, like, giving ourselves to, you know, multiple people, whether it's we having one relationship here, then the next relationship here. And even for me personally, like, I'm I'm a guy that's, you know, been in numerous, you know, extensive relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think with, with my relationship now, what I respect, you know, a lot about, you know, my girl and just our dynamic is we we give each other that space to to where we're able to still be individuals but respect our relationship we still able to you know get that that time to ourselves and and be healthy with it and know that all right even though i'm taking this time to get myself together mm-hmm. i'm still with you you know yeah, i still, still respect still, my partner yeah, yeah i'm still with you and that's that's really important, you know. That's the trip that we took to Miami. Mm-hmm. That was important for us. You know word, what I'm saying? Word, word, yeah. Mentally. And it's not a lot of people that would uh, even, and I'm I, I don't mean allow like that, but like literally, like, it's not a lot of like girls. Trust. Or, I think trust yeah. is a big factor to trust your man to go out there and like, yeah, he good. He ain't gonna do nothing. You know or saying? even vice versa, trust your girl yeah. to go out there and be like, yeah, I trust my girl. She not gonna do nothing. And, in a place where it's hot weather, skin yeah, showing. It's right. like that. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was COVID, so yeah, it wasn't yeah, still really. That. But but still, like it, it that that takes a certain amount of trust, and I don't think a lot of people would even allow that. Yeah. But you know, if you know, like, all right, this is a mental cleanse that I might I need, and I could go with you, but I need to be. I don't want to go by myself, so I need to get myself mentally together and be there with my guys, so we could just talk and get get stuff together. Mm-hmm. That's something that, for example, that is like an important thing just in your relationship because mm-hmm. you don't want to get to the point where you know you don't know yourself. You're just in your relationship doing things for your relationship, and you have nothing going for yourself. Where because you know that as you get older, and we talking about we was talking about the marriage show. As we get older. I I think, you know, a lot of people end up getting divorces and relationships end up, you know, ending because, like, people aren't growing together. Yeah. In a sense. It's funny because, like, it's mostly every person I, I talk to in a relationship and, you know, you stumble upon relationship advice. One of the key components is, yo, you got to do your thing. Like, you got to go out a little bit. She got to go out. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to have activities outside of each other. Yeah. And that's what's going to make your relationship better. And I think it's very important for, you know, women to have relationship with their girlfriends, guys to have relationships with their guys, just because sometimes you have to release that other side of yourself. Because, of course, you're going to always, you know, communicate with your partner and, your partner's supposed to be like your best friend, somebody yeah. communicate. But sometimes you got to talk your shit with your guys, release that, you know what I'm saying? Testosterone. And, and women need to release their shit with their girls and release that <laughs> estrogen. Like, I think it's this natural of, human uh, ability, I feel like. A lot of, like, with, with us, I think it's good for us to have a girl that has a lot of girl, like, friends. I think it is, it's is—it's healthy. I think it's healthy, too. We don't, we don't want to hear, like, respectfully, we don't want to hear every conversation that, you know, your your lady might want to have some mm-hmm. conversations may be you know 
for the girls. <laughs> Real shit. The girls are more interested in what's going on. They they might talk about some shit, you know, some some gossip shit, and you might be like, oh, word, cool. That's it. <laughs> That's and they, they take that as like, whoa, what? <laughs> what? The girls might be like, wait, how did he say it? <laughs> how did he? What? What, what did he? T- <laughs> word, word. Look like for a different type reaction. De- yeah, they shit. more in detail. Word. So it's like. I think that's that's really really important. And I don't. I'm not sure, you know, how well you know, men and women even mix on that level. Just like you say, like sometimes it's good to be able to have those conversations with your with your, your boys and have those conversations with your girls that you know you know on one end like this is the person that I love and I could talk to them about anything. But exactly. Sometimes you need that time. Yeah. That, that time, that time is, is really important to just be able to just release. And, and naturally, you know, men and women, although, you know, we have same idea elect in certain cases, we think different. Like the way we formulate shit is different. We more so, I guess, optimistic you know yeah. we put we push it together differently you know what yeah. i'm saying so sometimes you might be having an interest or a conversation that you want to talk about where we, you need somebody else is going to think the same way you think type shit yeah so that's why it's just important and just just coming back to it i, I think that um like you said it's important when spotting a broken woman is, is the boundaries that's setting forward because if that person never had boundaries in the past or maybe had overbearing boundaries, it's going to be hard to kind of get them out that box or right. contain them in that box. You know what right. I'm saying? And I think that's the biggest thing. Me personally, I love a challenge. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I love I love a challenge. Um, I love, I love like, girls that are hard to get, you know. So I, I'd rather you have uh, boundaries than to have no boundaries at all because, you know, you'll let anybody in exactly at any time and that's how you get taken advantage of, obviously. But, you know, I took a note down, you know, even adding in that, you know, a lot of a lot of people are just raised to to love way different, you know, mm-hmm. where, you know, some people may be raised off of survival and they see the world completely different. Um, and that, that love factor may not always even be there to the extent of more of a passion, more of a, like, you know, just a loving nature It's more based off of if, what, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. And if you can't really do anything for me, then I'm out type, type shit. And, you know, this, that's a human factor in itself, I believe, but, mm-hmm. you know, just people that are raised more on that survival, they don't really have that love. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that love in them to where they're able to open up to even allow somebody to love them. And that, as you get older, I feel like as we get older, that's when it, the, the, the dating pool starts to get slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. Because as you get older, you live through so many more experiences. So yeah. that kind of slims your choices down because you've been through that, done that, been through that, done that. So now it's like... You searching for that new or that that what next or yeah. what's interesting at the moment type of thing. And I don't think it's it's insecurity, but I just think it may just be you protecting yourself. Yeah. Because you 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 even when you you may be that that single guy that is is has always been single, but you know they always around people in relationships or as they get older their friends are always in relationships. Yeah. So they kind of see what's happening before they even think about 
get into the situation. So now they're kind of like looking at it like, oh, I'm glad I'm here. But I guess when you are single that long, it does it, it gets lonely, but it's more, I guess, beneficial to you. Whereas you only get to worry about yourself in a sense, but nobody, nobody want to be lonely. Yeah, but it's like, now I'm thinking about it, it's like, the more you single, it's like the more reckless you get. You yeah. see, like the more yeah. you stop kind of caring for how somebody else may feel. The real test is committing yourself, Exactly. Bro. That's how I feel. In my humble opinion, I think the real test is committing yourself to somebody and just growing up. Yeah. Growing up, bro. Like, honestly. And I can I can speak for me personally. Like, I'm the type of guy, like, I, I thought, you know, I didn't think I could be happy with, you know, just one girl. I thought I needed at least two or three, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to be happy. I'm saying to be happy. So, you know, just having that connection with one person and being able to go through every and anything and knowing, like, all right, whatever, regardless, this shit is still solid. That molds you to be that that mature person, and it even gives you, you know, the ability to help other people. Mm-hmm. So even with that, like, what, what for for men, like, as men, what if you could give advice to men with relationships, like, what would be the best advice that, that you would give men? Mm. I think one, one big advice, and, and this shit kind of... Uh, Bites me in my ass all the time, I would say, <laughs> is listen rather than speaking, I would Ooh. say. Because, and like we just discussed, they're going to tell you some shit sometimes where you're just going to blow a word. Right. But it's not really about the old word. It's more so about did you hear what she was saying? Right. Did you understand the, you know what I'm saying, the context of where she was coming from. Did she, did she paint the picture enough for you to understand type? Taking her feelings into consideration. Exactly, because, <laughs> you know, us as men, the first thing we're ready to do, especially argument or not even sometimes planning, because this sometimes happened to me and my shorty all the time where we're kind of, you know, kind of game planning and shit like that. Right. And she has a good idea where I kind of, before her ideas even out the head, I already know what the fuck I'm about to say, because right. fuck what you said, like, this is what mind, we're going to do. You're not even listening. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, I hear what you're saying, but listen, you know, because sometimes our women, there are women for a reason. Right. You know, I mean, we picked them because there was something about them that fucks with our thinking that makes right. us agree with them type right. of shit. So listen, because they're there for a reason. So I'm saying? Right. Let's definitely listen to the whole story. Um... Advice. If I could give men any advice, um, I think I would say when you when you do argue, you know, don't argue, you know, as enemies, you know, mm. argue, you know, to try to solve the problem. Real shit, because it, it do get combative Woo! after a while. <laughs> you forget you even love the person. Real, man. For real. <laughs> and that's a that's a constant. That's a constant reminder because it's so easy just with us as men like. When we get emotional and we get in our feelings and our ego get bruised, that's when it kind of get turned up to where, like, you forget, like, you actually love this person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think problems are just problems are problems. They're always going to be there. But the timing and how you solve them is what's more important. And I think just speaking with love, moving with love. And you know the disagreements is is never gonna go away, y'all. You gonna always disagree on everything, 
us as us as Americans, we disagree on things. <laughs> Real you know shit. what I'm saying? But being able to agree to disagree is also another mm-hmm. another key. You know, just knowing like, all right, we don't agree with this. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have to agree on it. Then that's fine. That's fine. It's going to happen. <laughs> that's 100% fine. We mm-hmm. don't have to agree, but as long as we're thinking together, what what else could we do at that point? Exactly. We got to think together. Um. So, yeah, that that was that, this was a good little um good little discussion. Um I guess to kind of segue uh just with social media and just how relationships are going with with social media, um, the the filters. I've been paying attention just over these last couple of months, even during COVID, and I just I see a lot of people, you know, using the the Instagram filters, the goddamn filters. Yeah, <laughs> and it just I don't know. It kind of brings it kind of brings a, a a slight concern. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's, you kind of give this false representation of yourself like every time that people see you. And on social media, that can be the time where you're displayed as like your life is all good. Exactly. And it's really not. You know, Mm -hmm. people look amazing all the time on social media, but that's not how they look all the time. And I'm not sure why would you want to look good all the time? I'm not sure. That's a question for, I would have to ask somebody else, but, um, I think with the filters, you kind of get away from like how you really look to how you want to look, mm-hmm. and I'm not even sure where where things are gonna go past Instagram. Like, what's the next social media? Like, is it gonna be like you know completely like disconnected from reality? Because I think that's what we're kind of moving towards when you look at the you know the, the Instagram filters and. People listening to this, there's probably somebody out here that probably won't even look at, you know, IG filters, how I'm talking about it now. <laughs> but I'm a deep thinker, so this is what you get from me. And that's just I, I just feel like, you know, it gets it gets dangerous to the point where you're not even aware that you don't even like yourself and how you look. Mm-hmm. So we gotta we gotta kinda change that to the not completely changed because everybody loves filters. I use them sometimes, but I think it's just important to be able to, I, I guess, you know, be in reality, but, you know, kind of still have fun with the in the social realms. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, and it's funny because I kind of want to fuck with you on this topic Go a little ahead. bit. Um, <laughs> it is funny because your girl actually do makeup. Okay. And one could easily compare uh, Instagram filter being compared to as makeup in a real life situation. Okay. Because now let's let's bring up the topics of Instagram filter. That they're to make you look better. Okay. They're sometimes to make you look lighter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes make you look darker. If that's right. the case you're looking for, make you look a little plush. Put it in your cheeks, whatever your skin, make right. your your shape of your your hair look better. Whatever the case may be. And now we look at a real life filter. I would say makeup is a real life filter, right? Because you can look at a female without makeup, and then a female with makeup, and that individual is completely different type of of beauty. And don't get me wrong, I'm a person of of, of lover of, of natural beauty and one in itself. But I could see a female in makeup and look good as hell too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's a difference. You know what I'm saying in the, between a makeup and regular, and there's a difference between a regular picture HD. 
in a, in a, an Instagram filter. Yeah. But the way I see it, I, I see it more so as people, like you said, wanting to persuade another image. But you can't really fault the filters too much because people was persuading another uh, image in real life when they put makeup on. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, and even with that, I think with I'm me personally. I don't really. I like a natural woman, you know. And this may sound like crazy because my girl, <laughs> my girl is a makeup artist. Yeah, yeah she okay. wears makeup all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I have, you know, accepted just being with her. But she also looks good naturally. Exactly. Yeah. And I can't really like. I can't really be like, yo, like, why don't you not wear so much makeup? That's her her field, mm-hmm. and I'm not. The, the the good thing is I'm not with her because she wear makeup. But do you feel as though that could be a filter? To, of course. To make one look better. Of course. Of course. A real life filter. Of course. Okay. But that's that's a that in itself, see, Instagram filters isn't an industry. Okay. Beauty is an industry. So that's something that I can't even really like say like, all right, I want girls to wear less makeup or, you know. No, of course, girls. of course, of course. I so that's and but we can we can debate it. And you know, yeah. that's that is that is a, a, a topic that, you know, I love talking about because I am a natural loving man that I love a natural woman. Yeah. Period. Like I love just seeing you in a natural state, whether you, you feel like you ugly, I'ma feel like you beautiful regardless. I th- that's why a lot of people love the Buster Challenge because you got to see the two complexities of a female. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. you got to see, yeah. you know, the, the, the good and bad side. Yeah. But we as men, when we look at that, we don't look at that as being a bad side. We right. look at that as being that's you and that's many sides of you with the makeup or without the makeup. And I think that's a big thing too. But just kind of getting back on the, on the filters, like you said, you're not talking about uh, the beauty industry, but the Instagram industry is all about making you look good as your persona and marketing yourself. So it's a reason them filters is on there. And the reason why people are not complaining is because they like looking good. They like looking different. You know what I'm saying? It's about that false, that happiness too. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That false happiness. Because if, if you're having a bad day. That false reality, my yeah, nigga. Like, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think people really like dig deep into that because I guess that's the power of, you know, the filters and all that stuff. Like, yeah. if you're having a bad day or you look, you feel like you look bad, you put that filter on, post them filters, post a video, now you feel good again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, I don't know. That That is, and even going, like, when you compare it to, to the makeup, I think a lot of, because dudes wear dudes use filters too. Let's not let's not get that confused. Nigga, I use filters. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm, about to say we, we I'm not about to be filters, on here saying not, I do not use filters. We bro. ain't just talking like, <laughs> oh, you know, girls with the Instagram filters. Yeah, we yeah, talking about people with the Instagram filters. Yeah. So, you know, with with makeup, I think girls wear makeup for different reasons. True. Some girls wear makeup because you know they may feel, you know. They may not feel beautiful inside, so when they go out in public, they always got makeup on. Okay. Now, me personally, if you can't walk outside and get some groceries without putting makeup on, I feel like that's you know a little bit much for me. If I'm in a relationship, like mm-hmm. if you can't like go outside without putting makeup on, I'm gonna be like, now you know you beautiful girl. You know you need to relax. <laughs> you real. don't need all that. Like, come on now. Yeah. And. Um, on the flip side, there's, you know, women that wear makeup for professional reasons. Like if they have like a certain profession, if they a model mm-hmm. or if they, you know, 
or even like they do makeup or working at like a professional field. Yeah, making they money make, off yeah. it, profit off it. Yeah, they'll they'll wear makeup just so they look professional. And you know, we're not we're no no in no way here to judge people for using Instagram filters or wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. But I think what we're trying to do here with this conversation is just talk about being more connected with one's true self your truest self yeah because i think with all this shit now i think that's the main that's the purpose of it Mm kind of like stray you away from who you really are and you know more more about like who you want to be and comparing your life because that's all this shit is anyway people comparing themselves to they want to look like beyonce yeah they want to like rihanna you know it's funny because one of them filters you could actually make yourself look like somebody type shit yeah. remember that shit bro? yeah that yeah. shit's crazy that's, where you can yeah. actually become somebody on yeah. camera and be talking like somebody like yeah <laughs> that's funny as hell so what i mean the the, the dangers of it i mean the dangers of it i think um is it helping or hurting is is it helping or hurting? Because we having these back this back and forth. Is I feel it- like it's hurting. Because at the same time, I look at that shit as another form of catfishing. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's your public persona. But then, when you see that person in real life, or let's just say you know we talking on the net and then we meet each other for the first time, and I'm expecting this filter or this image that I'm consistently seeing, and now you're in real life, you're a little darker than you might look, right. or you know what I'm saying. I'm the black as this could be. So I'm I'm right. always going, you know what I'm saying? Right. Show what I show type shit. But it's just like, it's different. I feel like it's, it's hurting more than the same. And then even looking at it from a different complexity, like we're, our faces are being scanned. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are these scans going? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing with our images? Like it, it has to be some type of like on some government shit. People <laughs> feeding our, our faces and yeah. it's different, bro. Into that, cons- that conspiracy bag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it, it 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 helps in 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 the sense of you know when you are kind of feeling shitty about yourself you know they had the the funny filters where you're able to play around and yeah. you know it lighten up your day and all that but you know the 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 side that that's more hurtful is just more like when I'm asking myself like what is the next step here like where <laughs> are we going next from here like, are we going to be able to just totally, like, be on some Sims shit and, like, recreate our whole existence on, like, an app? You know, because that, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it just really so gets. So, do you think filters would get to a, a point where it would allow you to, like, oh, I want a different nose. Let me just change my nose real quick. Oh, well, I the want girls a different said the girls eye. have that. They, the girls have it. It's an app. I think it's called, um, damn, what is that app called? If any females is listening to this, they know the app that I'm talking about. Damn. When they post Instagram filters. So y'all been it, doing it like that? See, yeah, I didn't even know bro. that, bro. Like, I ain't I know think they I, It might that. be called the Face app or something like that. Like, and girls, they able to, like, lighten they, lighten they skin, Touch fix their they nose. Yeah, they nose. Oh, yeah, fix their cheekbones, all that. <laughs> that's why I'm saying it, it's getting bad, it's, it's not, bro. That's getting bad, It's, it's man. getting bad. It's real bad. And when, when a girl posts that picture, like you said, you expect her to look like that when you see her in person. Exactly, exactly like that. And even with that, like you know how girls like you know, girls it's sh- short girls might be like, yeah, I'm like I like tall guys and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But if if we come out and say we don't like something, like we are hateful, we don't like some. But I f- I think women are allowed to say what they like and don't like when mm-hmm. it comes to men. 
I guess it may be the delivery. You know, some some niggas may just be disrespectful when they just say what they don't like. Yeah. But I think that's just according to you know their preference. Like I really don't want to see you posting filters every every picture, and then when I meet you. You know, if you look different, you got to just respect. I don't want to really talk to you no more. Like, that's just a... <laughs> respectfully. You gotta respect, respectfully. Yeah, real shit. Um, so, yeah, I I think it's, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where things go um, just leading up to just the, the years to come with, when it comes to all this social media and, you know, showing yourself... Cause all the all the social media platforms that you look at, you know, they all have something in common where you're giving a piece of yourself to them, mm-hmm. to this audience of people. Whether it's who you really are or whether it's not who you really are, but you're able to portray yourself however you want on every platform. Complete control, yeah. You're able to come. You're able to if you want to look like you're rich. You can look like you rich. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Real. If you want to look like, you know, you uh a scammer, <laughs> you know, you could look like you a scammer. Whatever you, you know, envisioning yourself to 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 look like, I think that's pretty much, you know, what you're able to do with the platforms and you know that that control is kind of what leads people to I guess kind of just depend on you know the the filters depending on the inter depend on the interaction with people mm-hmm. where you know you you kind of wake up to, and get on social media yeah you gotta go to sleep get on social media so yeah most importantly just comes back into you know just the comfort of you know that dependency and the the comfort zone is you know it's a good place to be but. I don't think much can grow from, you know, staying in that, that comfort space. So just having that different outlook on what we depend on to make us happy is, mm-hmm. you know, the most important part about this conversation, this episode. And you were talking about the 2021 and new president. Yeah. Shout out Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Beasy. Um, but hold on, before we get started, I see the Bernie the Bernie Sanders meme. <laughs> that's going Yo, that crazy. Show hilarious, bro. They got that's that going crazy. He sold. He actually sold sweatshirts. That. I don't know if you noticed. What <laughs> he sold sweatshirts with the what? with the meme on it. That's funny. That's funny. what I heard. I heard he sold sweatshirts and he donated the proceeds to like a charity. Oh, where where? So, so yeah. shout out to Bernie man. If that's true. Shout out to old man Bernie man. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why so many people are just expecting, you know, obviously it was good to get Trump out of office, but you know, we don't, we, we don't need to expect, you know, so much from Joe Biden. Cause it's a lot. Did you like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I don't know if it was just the people I'm following or, but I seen people kind of giving Joe Biden slack, like, good luck with this motherfucker. Like he only going to fuck shit up and. Like what? <laughs> I mean, listen, man. Like, yo, that shit was just kind of crazy. I don't know how I feel, man. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, I don't really see myself arguing with somebody on social media about what they say, especially about politics. Yeah, I was never a politician. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Just a realist, I would say. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. But yeah, I I think it's going to be an interesting four years. Uh, I'm not really expecting him to you know clean up the whole country and you know. 
make things super perfect. But I do I do think it's a time for recovery, um, just a space for us to get back into, you know, a, a better uh, just situation as a as a, a unit. Because I think a lot of just negativity and it, and you know, it was a, a race war starting to happen. Mm-hmm. It was starting to get real ugly. It's been a lot of divide and like yeah, separation, and people been showing their true colors and and shit like that. But I do feel like this is more so. A fresh start, a fresh face, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of move forward and try to get back things back to normal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with COVID. I don't know if things ever going to go back to the norm, but you know, Biden has a lot of great ideas. <laughs> yeah, and I think man. we at least got to get a man a chance. Right, <laughs> right. Get a man a chance, man. Get a, get a man a chance. Um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, you know, and I've been saying this even before he actually got a, elected. Where? And, and to when he got elected, you know, just looking forward to you know what's happening and i'm not going in there with any expectations i'm just expecting you know what i can expect <laughs> pretty much so real yeah. shit with anything being said though my boy before we end this episode what's what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to in 2021 new president you know what i'm saying still january almost over taxes about to start rolling in fresh start what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to man um i think the 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 biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, just more growth. Uh separating myself more as a man and just being having more like stability uh mentally, financially, and just, you know, separating myself from, you know, just everything that's really going on, everybody that's, you know, not really for me and my best interests not dwelling on things necessarily, but just staying focused, you know, staying focused and and creating that growth. That's most important with me. How about you? Yeah, same, same type of mindset, man. I think 2020 taught all of us a a big-ass lessons of of patience, um, discipline, and and resistance, you feel me? Because even if you wanted to do something, you still had to kind of think about, hold on, bro. Right. And those are positive lessons that I'm going to take into 2021 and just – Focus on developing myself and, you know, establishing, I would say, more. Mm-hmm. Building grounds where I can see from years from now, wherever that be. You know, I know you're doing the stock things heavy. I'm definitely trying to get up with you with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just putting my money in the right places and establishing something to leave my, my daughter for. And I think that's the biggest thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is when it's all said and done, what I'm going to have to show for it. Right. So that's sound definitely. Because it's niggas out here on the block, bro, yeah, selling man. shit. Ain't got niggas that we know. Niggas. Yeah, <laughs> niggas that we know, bro. You feel me? Selling shit, doing shit, scamming niggas, yeah. whatever the case may be, ain't got shit to show for it. And I'm glad the position I'm at, and I just want to keep growing, like you said, bro. Yeah. Just finding that, that, that bigger goal, man, real shit. And regardless, man, through anything that's going on right now, we still blessed. Yes, sir. Um, thankful to have you every time that thankful you're to be able, here, to, man. able to be here, man. Yes, sir. This is just a... a Loving experience, real therapeutic, and you know, just want to give a shout out to everybody that continues to listen and support, man. Um, this is no apology to podcast, podcast, man. No apology. See y'all next week, man.